Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another week of DIY SEO, search engine optimization, finds, tips. You know, we're ending 2021. We are at a point where, you know, this year is pretty much over. Um, and I hope you've reached a lot of your marketing goals. I know this year for me has been a very interesting one because I pulled back a lot and I've really decided to work on things for myself versus um, a lot of client work and trying to get new clients. And um, I can honestly say it's probably been one of the best things that I've decided to do personally for myself. But what I still want to bring to the forefront of everything that I do is to help as many people as I possibly can. Um, because this search engine optimization um, world, it's not as easy to navigate as a lot of, you know, videos that you may find on YouTube uh, may want you to think, you know, it's, it's, it's just all you have to do is this and all you have to do is that. And that's just really not true. But today, what I really want to focus on is what does Google value the most? And this particular topic can help you whether you're a local business and you're trying to rank, outrank your competition locally, or you have a blog or website selling physical products or a service yourself, understanding what Google values the most is really, really, really important. Um, a lot of times, especially when we're starting out online, we have all these ideas and we know we're subject matter experts on, on different things. But the problem is conveying that content online in a way that will bring traffic to you is where the, the problem starts to come in or the challenges I should say, start to come in. Um, one of the things that we really should focus on when we're thinking about what does Google value the most, the answer to that is answers. Think about it. Every time you pick up your, your, um, your cell phone, go to your desktop, laptop, tablet, what are you doing? You're searching for an answer. It could be something as simple as an address, a phone number, um, the time that a business is open or closes. Um, if you're trying to find a restaurant, what do they have a menu that's accessible before you even call them to make, make an order or go to the restaurant? You're, you're searching for answers. So that's what Google values the most. Google values answers. So when you think about creating your content to put online, to put on your website, to put on the blog, to put maybe on a, a Google My Business post, what question are you answering? What is a person asking online about your business or your business niche and how can you convey that information 
that is really the foundation of really driving traffic to yourself because that's what Google values the most. Um, and as you're building your content, you really have to think this way. You have to always approach your content this way. Um, I see people so often they negate. Okay, so, so, so if we really go back and think about on-page structure and what's going to be crawled by the bot. So we have our heading. Um, we have a title. Sometimes that's the same thing, depending on what you're doing. And then we have, sometimes we have the ability to have subheadings. And then we have the meat of everything, the, the content. How, if you, if you wrote a blog, or even if you wrote a post on Google for, lo this is for local, a local business, but if you wrote a blog and you're trying to just get out to, to everybody, how are you structuring everything that you put out there? And then two, you also have to think about, am I structuring my content in a way that's gonna lead to another question? later on. So say for instance, someone does a query on Google and your blog comes up and they find it and they go in and they read it. Is there another related question that they may have that's inside of your blog or inside of your content that's gonna lead them to not only stay on your website longer, which is great for you, but also continue to dig through your site to see if they can get all their answers. So how, so how do you do that? I know you're saying, okay, Anita, how do I find out what questions people are actually asking about my niche? Well, you Google it. <laughs> no pun intended, but you, you Google it. And I don't know if you're, if, if you have that set of eyes yet. See, if you're a new SEO um, DIYer, a lot of times we're so busy trying to figure out the answers, we don't realize the answers are right in our face. I've been very guilty of that years ago. Not so much now. You have to put on a different set of glasses when you're looking online. You, you have to have a different, uh, a different lens when you're looking online. So take your niche and ask a question within that and see if a question pane pops up on your SERP, okay? So your SERP, search engine results page. That's the page that you're led to from your query. So if you ask a question about your niche, what questions come up on that page. It may fall under um, the heading, people also ask. Don't negate that because Google is only a machine that's feeding you what is given. Google is not creating this content, okay? Google is not sending out um, um, documents to, to online businesses and saying, hey, do you have any information on this? Do you have any information on that? That's not how it works. 
Google is taking the best possible result to forward it to the searcher, okay? So that's what makes this thing so powerful because you have just as much opportunity to be number one and win as the next person. It's, it just has to be structured in a way to be on top, okay? So think about that as you're, as you're, you're, you're trying to figure out, so what should I talk about that? You should never ever have that question when it comes to your business online because all the answers are already there. What are people asking Google? That's what they value the most, answers. Do you have that answer? Can you answer that question? Can you answer that question um, in a PDF? Can you answer that question with an image? Can you answer that question with a blog? Can you answer that question with a newsletter? How can you answer these questions to get people to be sent from Google to your online business, okay? So think about that. And then not only um, should you be able to answer the questions that people are asking, you also need to know what other relevant questions are attached to that. So how do we find those relevant questions? Well, there's a couple of ways. There's a couple of ways to do it for free. And then there's a couple of ways to do it um, that are kind of costly and then kind of kind of medium <laughs> costly, if that's a, a way to phrase it. So let's talk about the free ways first. The best way to find a relevant question is to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page once you've figured out what questions people are asking. And at the bottom of the page, there is usually um, a heading that says people also search for. At, the, at that point of the page, look what other questions that may be attached to what you ask. This is how you create a continuous flow for your online presence. It's just a continuous flow. Because think about it. Step back for a minute and think about how you search. So if I'm, if I'm looking for something, I'm on Google, I find the answer, I'm going to click on everything Google tells me is about that. That's the same behavior that people are going to have when they go to your website. It's the exact same behavior. So you have to follow that model. You don't copy the answers that you find. You're the subject matter expert too. So put your information in your own words, in your own voice, in your own tone and flavor, and, and drive that traffic throughout your website the same way Google drives traffic throughout the search engine, okay? Another way to um, find relevant topics and for content is, and this is um, it's a very, very cheap way to do it. <clears throat> it's not free. It used to be free, but it's gotten so popular they're now charging. There's a um, Chrome extension that you can add to your, your desktop or your laptop, <clears throat> and it's called Keywords Everywhere. I love Keywords Everywhere. And, one, and usually, I don't really know how much the um, larger package is or if there is a larger package. Actually, if you just spend 10 bucks, you will be able to use that probably for over a year. 
it, and it depends on how much you're using it, how much research you're doing, how deep you're diving into um, your content research, your keyword research. But keywords everywhere will show you all related, excuse me, <coughs> all related keywords, topics, subjects that people are asking about what you actually started searching for. It'll give you metrics. It will tell you what other um, websites, keywords that they're using. So it, it, it starts this rabbit hole that you can go down and literally just create a blueprint from what you are trying to do for yourself. So you never, there's, there's never a time in online, in an online business that there's not a way to find out information to talk about, never. You should never be at that point. You should never be wondering or worrying about what am I going to talk about next week? What am I going to, what am I going to focus on my, on my blog? What am I going to put on my website? The information is out there. People are searching. And another thing I like about Keywords Everywhere too, it will show you the search volume numbers. So that's a good way to decide what content you're going to, you're going to pick because if you can see the volume of people that are looking for what you're trying to answer or the information that you're trying to give, you know that you're going to have some good traffic coming to your website. And the last one, um, it's, it's pricey, but it's one of the best SEO tools, in my opinion, out there. And that is Ahrefs. Um, Ahrefs, is a top-notch tool and it, and i don't want to i don't really want to go into that i'll talk about it a little bit more when i talk about tools and the shiny object syndrome but age refs should be one of the tools that you have in your toolbox when you're starting to spend money on a monthly basis on your business um and one feature that they have added <clears throat> to this dy dynamic tool is they have a questions um, portion. And you can put a keyword into their search engine, and then there's a little questions tab. And it'll tell you all the questions online that people are asking about that particular keyword. So that is dynamic, phenomenal way to continue to have content relevant content that flows throughout your blog, your local business, your um, Google My Business post. It's a great way just to keep things going. And for you to become that subject matter expert that Google will say, huh, this particular business always answers questions about this particular subject. And when Google develops a trust a lot of people do not realize that you have to put your website and your online business online in a way that Google will start to trust your content and that your business is going to be the best solution for what people are searching for. And in some niches, it's really, really easy because you don't have a lot of online competition. Most people, um, I can honestly say even almost six years, it'll be six years for me in January that I started doing this. I can honestly say 
um, in some niches, people just haven't figured out how to get their website online properly. So you may come in, you may be in a niche that you immediately go to page one, or you immediately start being found just by doing very, very simple SEO strategies. That is not unheard of. I've seen it all the time. I've benefited from it um, for years. Um, but some people may be in a niche or a space that there's a lot of competition. So if there's a lot of competition and you're still trying to find out how you can give Google what they're looking for, which is value, you've got to be a little savvy and you have to really think outside the box and see how can you show up differently than your competition is showing up. Because if you're doing the exact same thing that your competition is doing, you're almost forcing Google to choose which one is the best one. And there has to be that one or two little things that makes either your business different or the, the best solution or the next business different or the best solution. Um, so that takes a lot of research. That takes a lot of time. Um, it takes a lot of dedication when you're online. And that's whether you are new to the game or seasoned, been in the game like myself over five years or people that's been online for 15, 20 years. The thing about this work is I can honestly say before I started this podcast today, I was thinking every time I sit down at my desk, I feel this sense of joy, right? Even if I don't really feel like working <laughs> or working on a project or look or redoing keyword research or whatever I'm doing, I have this sense of joy when I'm at my desk. And that's the reason I can show up all the time and continue to dive into this, this, this world, this online world. You have to have that sense of joy. And one of the ways to create that sense of joy is to find what makes you click and stay in that until you start making money or you start seeing traffic or you start seeing sales, whatever that little micro goal is that you have. Don't let money be the, the first goal because it takes time to really have a fundamental understanding of what you're actually doing. Okay, it really takes some time. Um, especially, I'll say this, it takes some time if you're not, or you don't consider yourself online savvy because you're, you're having to reframe your mind and how you think. So the best thing to do is always, this is my tip, I'm gonna leave with this. Always think about what does Google wanna see? Um, I've seen, Many frustrated clients, they're very frustrated because they've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, they've hired web developers, they've hired graphic designers, they've hired all these people to fulfill their emotional need on how they want their website to be presented online. 
the one thing that they forgot to do was think about what does the potential client want to see? And what does Google need to see to feel like your web presence have enough value to present it to whoever is looking for your topic or your niche or your business? That's, that has been the one element that causes people to feel like this didn't work. This is not going to work for me. And I wasted a lot of time and money and nothing happened. It's because you couldn't get out of your own way. So think about that and take, take some time to see what people are asking when it comes to your niche or service. So I'll end with that. Um, I love talking to you guys. I really, really, really do. Um, 2022 is going to be good. I'm going to have some eBooks for you guys. Um, so you can get some real, real detailed information on these topics that I bring up and broach. Um, also considering doing one-on-one um, -on -one consultations, um, maybe some mini micro classes that I'll possibly have a small group. I want to keep things very, very small because when things get too big, and I, I've been in this space for a while, I've been in a lot of marketing groups, and um, the, the, the dynamics change when the groups get really, really big. Um, you can get lost in there and you really can, it's not that you can't get your questions answered, it's just when you're trying to reframe how you are understanding this space, it's when it gets too noisy, sometimes you can't hear the answer. So I wanna keep these micro classes really, really small so individuals can ask questions, I can answer, and return the answer in a way that I hope is under being understood. And you can start seeing some, some wins. So you can start believing in this space and feeling really good about being at your desk um, or however you're working to, to bring your, um, your information to light. So I'll see you guys next week and take care, have a great week.